Hi, and God's blessings to you. I am Pastor Sean Blackwelder, and you're listening to the Genesis United Methodist Church podcast. Genesis is a welcoming community of people just like you, who are developing, nurturing, and living out our faith together. Our mission is to become and make disciples of Jesus Christ to transform the world. We endeavor to love God and to demonstrate that love to our neighbors by serving others. We invite you to join us for worship each Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. at 850 High House Road in Cary, North Carolina. And we hope today's podcast is a blessing to you. Today's lesson comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 18. Hear the word of God. But we have this treasure in clay jars so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are afflicted in every way but not crushed, perplexed but not driven to despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down but not destroyed always carrying around in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be made visible in our bodies. For we who are living are always being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may also be made visible in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. But just as we have the same spirit of faith that is in accordance with Scripture, I believed, so I spoke. We also believe, and therefore we also speak, because we know that the one who raised Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and will present us with you in his presence. Indeed, everything is, is for your sake, so that grace, when it has extended to more and more people, may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. So we do not lose heart, even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is be, being renewed day by day. For our size, our, for our slight momentary affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure, because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. This is the word of God for us people of God. Thanks be to God. Um, Thanksgiving is fast approaching now. In line with this season, Pastor Sean and I will be talking about and re- uh, reflecting on the theme of gratitude for the next two weeks. Interestingly, uh, Korea's Thanksgiving has already passed. It was celebrated in September. Uh, although the costumes you know, like, uh, or the way we celebrate Thanksgiving can be different. 
But it's not that difficult to see other countries celebrating Thanksgiving. What does it mean? It means gratitude is a universal a thing or virtue value shared by all people all over the world. Especially we Christians know it is right and a good and joyful thing always everywhere to give God the Father thanks, right? But in reality, this isn't always easy when situations and circumstances become too challenging. Haven't you experienced such a times, times when your parents are not in good health? You have been in some conflicting, conflicting relationship with your friends or neighbors. You didn't get into the school you wanted. How can we be thankful when life brings crises our way? Sometimes it feels like there are some assignments we should first solve to be thankful, grateful to God. Well, difficult situation in, in improves, of course, we must give thanks to God. But what about when positive things, changes do not occur? How will you respond then? If we only give thanks to God when the world turns the way we want, or only when we gain what we desire, those reasons for gratitude will quickly disappear. Here is another man in a pretty tough spot in his life where it seemed, to, uh, it seemed very hard to give thanks to God. This person is Paul. He's now writing a letter to the church in Corinth, a place where he poured his energy and love into. Corinth was a city where faith was not the talk of the town, but he boldly preached, planted, planted the new church, and made some good connections with people there. And fast forward, everything was going well, so Paul moved to another church. But then what happened? The church began to divide. Some people began to say, I'm team Paul. I'm team Apollos. I'm Tim Cephas. The church began to be split. And some even began to question about Paul's authority as apostle. Amazing how that must have felt like a punch to the Paul's gut. And these false prophets were even stirring up trouble, even saying, you got to be circumcised if we want to get saved by God. You got to follow, obey the law of Moses if you want to be saved. They were basically tossing out everything Paul had taught. 
now pulls got every reason under the sun to to you know to get frustrated or angry or just to give up. I mean, on top of all this church trauma, he has also got his own personal struggles that he called a thorn on his side. But here is the kicker. Instead of getting knocked out by it all, Paul comes out with this confession in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 through 9. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. You may ask, Paul, buddy, how can you do that? How can you be all about hope and trust when everything is going sideways? Well, it's not because the case has dialed down or because everyone suddenly got on Paul's side. Nope. But it's because Paul had this deep down belief that even that, even though he was weak, God was doing something powerful through him, like a clay jar holding a treasure. Paul says, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God, not from us. Think about a clay jar for a sec. It's not winning any award for being tough, right? If you drop it, it's completely broken. It is goner. But it's not about a jar. It's what inside, what's inside that counts. If that jar is holding a diamond, well, then it's just something special. So brothers and sisters, if you are feeling like that clay jar, kind of frazzled, maybe a little cracked, remember what, what Paul realized. It's not about our cracks or chips. It's about the treasure we've got on the inside, God's spirit. That is our diamond. Friends, if you ever feel like your life is just this plain cracked clay pot, don't forget the treasure you are carrying. God is in you, working through you no matter how cheap the exterior looks. That's what gives you worth. That's something to hold on to no matter what life throws your way. Isn't it something to think about? Can we truly sense that we are created with God's intention? 
Not to merely exist, but to carry and honor the light within us that shines out of darkness. And in times when we feel fragmented and scattered, can we trust that God is able to heal us and mold us in, and even breathe new life into us once again? If we believe so, as Paul spoke, as written in all the scriptures, let's confess too, we also have a faith and we also speak. We do this because we know that the one who raised Jesus Christ will also raise us. And he will bring us into his presence as grace increases to benefit more and more people. It will cause gratitude to increase, which will result in God's glory. I have a faith, so I speak. This is an act of gratitude. And faith, it is to acknowledge nothing take, can take away from us what is within, what is within us. Paul kept this unwavering belief. The presence of Jesus Christ within him is transcending all adversity, even the finality of death. And Jesus Christ himself demonstrated this through his own body and blood. This is the reason why Paul greeted even death, not as an end, but as the dawn of eternal life promised by God. And so Paul could live in a state of constant thanksgiving, no matter what situations he, were, he was in. My dear friends, within every season, there is, there is always a silver lining of hope and gratitude waiting to be found or unlocked, regardless of our plight or frailty. The cornerstone of our thanksgiving is Jesus. And this truth, I may waver, but Christ in me is steadfast. I may crumble, but Christ remains the same. I may stray away, but Christ is always present. When our outer nature begins to weather and wear, can we sense a renewal stirring within us? Even amidst overwhelming challenges, can we sense that God is mightier than any challenge actively working still within us? When the world seems intent on testing us, 
when the structures of our life seem to falter, can we continue to place our hope in the Lord? Let's take this lesson from Paul's journey. No matter how challenging our circumstances, we hold within us a strength that surpasses all understandings. The same power that raised the resurrected Jesus, the same power that even death cannot dominate or diminish, that power is within us. This is our reason for unceasing thanksgiving and hope. A constant reminder that we are more than our external selves. We are bearer of, bearers of God's unwielding light and hope. Through the image of God that is within us. Before we part ways today, I want to um, just think about this little fortune cookie. It might look very ordinary, just a simple cookie, right? But hold on, inside, there is something extraordinary. Now, think about this. Sometimes we are like these fortune cookies, even though we are a lot more valuable, <laughs> mightier than these. On this outside, on the surface, people might not see anything extraordinary. We have our struggles, our shared struggles, and sometimes we feel a being worn out, a bit overlooked. But here is the thing, the beautiful thing inside each one of us, inside all of us, it is something incredible, something powerful. It's not any message written with ink, but it's a God's, God's written message, a message of strength, a word of power and mercy and love, a message of beauty, which is uniquely ours as you, we head out today. Remember this, always remember this. You are not just your outer shell. You are not just defined by the tough times, by the moments you feel broken. You are so much more, even much more than an image of a perfection that you try to maintain. What counts, what really counts, is the spirit inside you, the spirit of God within you. And you know what? When life cracks us open, when it really cracks us open, 
that is our moment, our extraordinary moment to let God's love and mercy and kindness beam out of them. These are not just small flickers of light. These are huge, magnificent, beyond all understandings. We unlock gratitude. We truly unlock gratitude by recognizing, by celebrating this strength in us. And the love written in our hearts, especially in our most challenging moments. So let's carry this gratitude. Carry it with us. Turning our trials, our every trial, into testament into testimonies of faith and hope. Amen.